Faith in God is the only faith that will survive. We looked at that last Sunday. And faith focuses on God regardless. There's the danger of of getting our focus into this world and and all the things. And I think we need to be aware of, of what is going on in our society. But it's easy to get sucked in that that becomes our focus. That is purely our focus. And we don't realize that we're being drawn away that our focus is to be on God. So, in understanding in this world, darkness abounds. As believers, our faith keeps bringing us back to God, regardless of what happens around us. We've mentioned Pastor Andrew Bronson, who's being held in Turkey. And a few weeks ago, we mentioned that he, he had been released from, from prison um, he is still under house arrest in Turkey. But Andrew Bronson is an example of an individual that has come to have his faith in God. We mentioned a couple weeks ago, he said, I don't know what God's doing with all this, but I want to honor him through this. Regardless of what happens, his focus is on God. And when there is genuine God-focused faith, that faith always brings light. In understanding, when when we are God-focused, we have a God-focused faith, that faith always brings light. And we we could take time, I'm not going to this morning, but to mention Gideon. A dark, dark time. He was focused on God and God used him to bring light. We could mention Rahab. Her, her people were condemned. They were going to be destroyed. But she believed in the God of Israel and God provided by her to spare Israel and her own family and became in the lineage of, of our Savior. Her life, focused on God, brought light. We could mention the account of Ruth. As as she saw the faith of Naomi and she placed her faith in Naomi's God. And she said, wherever you go, I will go. It wasn't a faith in Naomi. You read the book of Ruth again. It was a faith in the God of Naomi. It was a, it was a faith focused on God. And it is this faith, and we could go on and on and mention examples from the Bible and throughout history. Faith always brings light. Turn with me to Matthew chapter five. Matthew chapter five. Matthew chapter 5, and notice verse 14. Familiar verses. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do you light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. 
Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I want us to think about this. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We are not in and of ourselves, the light of the world. Jesus is the light of the world. We are to be reflectors of the true light. Now, to me, that is very, very encouraging because I look at the darkness around me and I think, I can't come up with a solution to this. I am limited in my powers and abilities and resources I, I can't change anybody's heart. I can't do that. Jesus is the light of the world. And I am to let the light so shine through me that they may see the good works and glorify our Father which is in heaven. When Jesus said he is the light of the world and then he calls us, to be the light of the world, it means God, as believers, has deposited His nature inside us, and we are to reflect the nature of God so that we receive the nature of God, we reflect the nature of God in all that we do. We are not the source of our own light. Do you understand the end product of evangelism is not to get us out of hell and into heaven, but to bring God into our lives so that Christ living in us, we might be able to bring God out into the open before those people that we are around so that God can be seen through us. And the reality is, that is what brings glory to God. So God designed it. When others look at us, they should see us behaving like Christ. That just as people looked at Jesus and saw the Father, so people in our world should be able to look at us and see Christ. See, it isn't just about getting us out of hell to heaven. It's about getting Christ in us and allowing him to flow out of us so that everything we do reflects Christ. And that they then may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Light ought to be manifested in our lives in very practical ways. They will see your good works. Do you understand? If my job as a believer, my job is to reflect the light of God in every situation that I'm in in life. That that gives purpose to life. 
My purpose in life is, is not to weave my way through life and, and see how safely I can make it to the end. It's not to impress a lot of people. My purpose in life is to reflect the light of Jesus Christ to others. So that, as we sang, rejoice in the Lord. He makes no mistake. But God, why did you put me in this situation? Because I want you to reflect my character to this dark world. But God, why did you allow this to happen? Because I want you in this situation to reflect my character, my love, my nature to this dark world. Why is it Christians get cancer and die just like unbelievers get cancer and die? Why is it accidents, and I know we can say technically there's no accident. I'm just saying in the terms of if you pulled out today on Highway 34 and a semi hit you, I know God's in control of it, but we would say, did you hear so-and-so was in an accident? So don't get bent out of shape about me using the term accident, okay? So it happened... And we say, why did this happen? Why did this happen to John Leonard that that a, a guy came up and pulled a gun on him and shot him seven times and he's a quadriplegic now? He was serving God. Why did that happen? Because God wanted John to reflect the love of Jesus from a quadriplegic perspective. Our purpose in life, regardless of what happens, is to reflect Jesus Christ and his nature. And that's the problem in this dark world. We haven't been doing a very good job of reflecting it. We often fail to understand that if light is to be illuminative, the light has to be near that with itch illumines. I mean, we live in we live in amazing days of um, of lights. Many of you remember just the old flashlights, you know, the D cell batteries and the light bulb. And you remember camping, and you'd have to hit the hit the flashlight to get. Any of you remember those things? You're Telling your age right there. You young bucks don't know what, what it's like, all right? And it always went out right when you needed it the most, you know. And I can still see my dad <coughs> flipping the switch. You got to hold the switch just right and screw the lid tight. And I love the flashlights we have now. I mean, these little flashlights, they're the size of your finger and Bright as can be, you can strap them on your head. They're they're what LED light. You know, you go to buy a light bulb. You used to just go buy a light bulb. Now you've got halogen light bulbs, LED light bulbs. You know the the squirrely light bulbs that I don't like, and maybe they've outlawed them. You know the you've got all these in soft white and bright white and dull white and. The problem is, in Christianity, our light hasn't been shining very bright. 
And we get put in situations, and because our faith isn't focused on God, some other stuff starts coming out of our life. And it doesn't draw people to God. They don't see our good works and glorify our Father which is in heaven. And it's not we need to focus more on on good works. It's we need to focus more on God, and He will direct our works so that they will be seen and they will glorify God. Understanding <coughs> the the importance of us to turn our faith to focus on God so that we really are reflective when we're squeezed, what come out, comes out of us is God. When, when we're just living a normal life, what we see is we start seeing people the way God sees people. And when we reflect, when we turn our focus back to God, and He is the purpose for our living, God, I want to represent you wherever you take me today. Do you understand every one of us as believers is in full-time service? Once we trusted Christ as Savior, the light dwells within us. Our job now is to reflect that light. To spread that light. You go to work tomorrow. You say, man, it's pretty dark where I work. Maybe that's why God's put you there. To be a light. To bring light to people. To make a difference in one person's life. My neighborhood's pretty dark. To be a light. But as I said, it's not just, I need to be a better light. We get fired up about, I need to be a better light. No, I need to be focused on God, and the being, the light, will take care of itself. You think about it. What did you spend more time in this last week? The Word of God, or you list whatever else is over there. I'm not saying, what I'm saying is, where's our heart? Where, what do we long for? The light will be manifested in very practical ways. You walk in the light and God will burden you. Here, you need to do this for that person. Remember this person in prayer. But you also need to understand that light will be rejected. I don't know, this was the first time in a long time that I came up to give a guy a Gospel of John, and he said, Get off my property, and don't you ever come back. I'll, I'll just tell you, I'd lot rather have that said to me than have him turn loose a pit bull on me, all right? But you know what? It doesn't surprise me, it shouldn't surprise us, that that happens. Because men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. And it's spiritual warfare going on. And Satan wants to present, prevent this from happening. You're bringing light to darkness. Light will be rejected, but that doesn't change our mission. Our mission is still to reflect the light of Jesus Christ. The mission is still to shine the light. They aren't rejecting you. 
They're ultimately rejecting Christ because it's not about us. We're the reflector. We're not the light. He's the light. We're reflecting the light. So it's not about us. It's about God. God, help me to reflect you in a greater manner. I I didn't realize it until I was thinking about this. I thought, you know what? I kind of do like flashlights. I don't even know how many flashlights I have. I mean, like I said, there's these little ones, and then you get the ones you strap on your head. Um, one I've kind of let go by the wayside. I think I've shared before, I've, I've got this mega, mega light. It's about this big around. You know, you plug it in. It's supposed to have batteries, but they don't last long, you know. This thing, man, it can, it shoots the light out there. I, I love turning that thing on, you know. I can, you, you just love darkness fleeing and seeing what's out there. But you know what? I hardly ever use that one. When I'm at family camp and I wake up and I'm not sure where I am, I have this little flashlight that's right by my bed and I grab it and then I get up to go what I need to take care of in the night and so on. The key is I like a light that works. God likes a light that works. That properly reflects Him. Not Grace Baptist Church, not your pet doctrines, not anything else that reflects Him. And it doesn't matter if someone rejects the light. It doesn't change our mission. We are to shine the light of Jesus Christ. And understand this, light is always greater than darkness. Truth is the only cure for darkness. We, our nation is, is rushing into darkness. And the only thing that's going to stop that is truth. The truth of Jesus Christ, the truth of His ways. <clears throat> and now more than ever, we need to unashamedly Shine the light. We need to unashamedly stand for Jesus Christ. We have, we have been spoiled. We've lived in a nation that's been pretty friendly to the cause of Christ. But it, it's, in the last number of years, it's turned. It's, it's, it's not so friendly anymore. And it may get worse. But the fact of the matter is, it doesn't change our job. Our job is to be a light. And how do I be a light? I focus on God. I make sure I have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And then I build my life. My focus is on you, God. God, I need your strength. I need your help. I need your mercies. I want to represent you today as I go to work, today as I do business with this person. I want to represent you. There is much, much darkness, and I am going to represent you. And God, I rejoice that light is always greater than darkness. Rejoice. We know how it ends. Amen? Amen. And light ends up triumphant. 
So I want to be one that I live my life reflecting Jesus Christ. To let my light so shine before men that they may see your good works and not say, what a, what a great guy you are. They may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Have a faith-filled light. Fill your life with Jesus Christ. And out of it will come the light that conquers darkness. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would help us to understand as believers the mission that you've put us on. That that we're all on a mission. And it's not up to our resources or our abilities, but Lord, that you are the light and we are to reflect your goodness and your character in our lives. I pray that you'd encourage the believers that have been seeking to be a light. Lord, may every one of us have a faith that is focused on you. And I pray that we would be instruments to bring light to darkness. Lord, I pray if there are any individuals here today who have no light within them because they've never called upon you for the forgiveness of sin. They've never been brought to a relationship with you through faith in Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray today would be the day of salvation, that they would humble themselves before you and cry out to you for mercy and forgiveness through Jesus Christ. Lord, may we make a difference in people's lives by being the light that you want us to be. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand together.